my day was, and then I stopped you, and then we started the podcast. That's what it's that's what it's come to now, people who are listening. Yeah, we're like, don't talk to me unless the unless we're <laughs> fucking recording. Exactly. It's like, what do you think about this album? It's like, don't you know not to fucking ask me that. You know what to talk to me about, what not to talk to me about before the show starts, Alex. Now, um, my day was good. I worked from home for the first time in a long time today. Ooh, how did, um, does that feel like you're cheating? That sounds like cheating to me. Yeah, yeah, I hate it actually. I actually, what? Well, because I'm not very good at it yet. Like, I don't think that I'm. I, I don't think I'm mature enough yet to work to from work home. from home without getting at least slightly distracted. Yeah, I feel like I'd get fired if I worked from home because it'd be like they'd show me like my productivity and it's like you do about half the work. I'd be like, yeah. There's some days where I'm really productive from home, where I'm like super productive from home, more, way more than I would be in the office. I think today it was a day like that where what I needed to do involved a lot of reading and mm-hmm. we work, you know, like where I work is a pretty open floor, like open mm-hmm. open office space kind of thing. So it's just not that quiet. And so yeah. like today it really helped. Like it, it was great today, but some days I'm just not so good at it. I just kind of like zone out a little bit too much. And, you know, I, uh, when, when you're at work, like, you know, you're not, you're not like 100% dialed in 24 seven. No one is, you, you still like, you know, go and maybe get you a coffee or walk around for a second and chat with people that come by your desk, that kind of stuff. Like you're still, you're, you know, you're, you're a human, but, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like I get distracted I guess when I'm at home, like there's so much stimulus, like there's like, I have a TV and a computer and you know, uh, yeah. And there's no theoretical oversight, like not saying that, you know, at your job, I know Mm -hmm. I'm sure people aren't standing over your shoulder, but it's like when you're at home, it's like, you're at home, you know, it's like, whatever is whatever. Do you think, did you get dressed or were you just still in your like home clothes? Nah, just hanging out in my pajamas. I read something that like, say like if you're if you're gonna work from home like repeatedly it's like you should shower and get ready like you're going to work and then i like- did shower and get ready i just didn't dress like but then again i i wear really casual stuff at work my office is super casual i, I wouldn't have gotten i i could get away with what i'm wearing like i was just wearing like sweatpants like pajama sweatpants and like a t-shirt like i can get away with that at work but i would never i've never worn that to work i never would wear that to work you know i dress a little bit more professionally than that but not much right um and so it's not that far off from how i would dress at work like i would i would probably replace the sweatpants with shorts and i'd be good to go you know i could wear like shorts flip-flops and a t-shirt at work is this something that you want to do more often work from home or is it nah 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 not really i mean it's nice but the problem is is that like for example like i needed something from somebody today and that somebody sits right next to me at work (laughs) and so trying to get their attention over skype is way harder than trying to then just leaning over and going yo give me this yeah i need this right that's that's so funny because it's like i feel like in an ideal world everyone would work from home well if you could Mm -hmm. everyone would work from home but then that makes a really good point when it's like just simple day to day stuff. Like you're like, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes infinitely more complex. Mm-hmm. I actually read something it. this morning. Cause I was, cause I was getting out of bed and, and I was like about to go in, but then I'm like, you know what? Damn. I actually might be, it actually might be a good thing for me to work from home today. Right. So mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of contemplating it and I'm like, Hmm. So I shot my VP a text and was just like, yo, you mind? And he was like, no, go for it. You're like, yeah. I mean, no one questions you on that stuff. 
Um, and so I was like, hmm, um, maybe I guess I will then. Um, and so I, I, I Googled this thing like, uh, what is it? It's like staying, I Googled like staying productive working from home or something like that just to see like if anybody had any tips real quick or something like that. And I read this article, I'm struggling finding it, but uh, because I I know that I, uh, I know that I read it on my laptop and not on my phone, so I don't have it. But it was something like 44% of people say they work from home or they have worked from home for the year or something like that, like at one point mm-hmm. during the year. And I'm like, okay, that seems reasonable. Like 44% seems about right, right, for like office professionals. But then something like a large percentage of those, like 38% of people say they work from home. It was either 38% of that popular or that sample or it was 38% of the total sample, but it was like 38% of either that 44% or the 100% uh, say they work from home up to four to five days a week. Holy shit. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of people, man. That's kind of awesome, though. That's like I mean, if you 14% if that's like of the something around there. Don't don't kill me on the math, but something like that. Is there like I mean I I'm not saying get super specific about your job, but like is there like a cap they put you at? Like you can work from home like no three days a week? No, no. That's cool, I guess. Kind no, of nah, if I was like sick or something, for example, like it's it's manager to manager. Like if I I imagine that if I was like, you know, like a software developer or something Mm -hmm. those guys have a lot of leeway i don't know about my company but i know like generally in the market those guys have a lot of leeway to work from home in fact that's like one of the largest pulls in this article i was reading they were they were uh, interviewing like a a regional director of robert half which is a recruiting company Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how that's like one of the biggest pulls like a lot of companies are willing to offer that especially to like uh like technic technical users like coders and stuff like that and so i do like technical work but i'm not like a software developer right Mm-hmm. And so that's something that like a lot of software developers get a lot of leeway on. They actually can just, a lot of them work from home, work remote. Like there's a website called stack overflow and mm-hmm. there's like stack exchange. Like stack is, is like a, is like a branch of like, uh, you know, uh, they're like a, a conglomerate of like tech questions. So you like Google, like how to fix something in my code or whatever it is. Right. And they don't uh-huh. have an answer. Same with like stats. So there's like stats dot stack exchange or overflow one of the two. And it's like all stat questions and etc. It's like really, really, it's like crowdsourced uh, Quora, but it's like, it's like really good. Like everything is very technical. Everything has citations. Everything is like upvoted. And then like the person that asked the question has to like give a, give like a approved answer. Like this, I did this and it actually worked. So everybody knows that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have like a job, like when you're on the website, you'll get like, they have like a careers page as well for people that want to advertise for like technical users. It's, it's genius because those advertisements I bet get blown the fuck up by tech users. Um, and they're on the banner a lot of times and almost all of them say remote. Mm. So it's like software developer, remote full stack developer, remote TensorFlow developer, remote Java developer, remote. Like it always says that. And then it has like a little salary range and, and sort of what the job description is. That's cool. I feel like, I don't know. Working from home seems dope to me, but I feel like maybe if I did it all the time, it would be 
boring you know what i mean oh, it'd be like terrible. never being around other people yeah and like you said like the self-discipline you have to have has to be pretty good like i feel like i'd have to have a, a separate workspace like you know obviously like an office and then like i'd have to make myself do the whole like take a shower get dressed mm-hmm. maybe not put on shoes but like i don't know some yeah. some like some quote-unquote work slippers yeah <laughs> come out all black loafers you know it changes and, to like how remote you are so for example yeah. like you know you get a company laptop when you work in corporate or they'll give you like a a desktop PC or they'll give you like something, right? You you get company resources. So you, if you're working and you're like, like let's say I'm working as like a full stack developer, like a remote full stack developer. Well, I could be working for a company in Cupertino, theoretically. Like I could be working for a company in LA, but I live in like the East Coast. That's crazy remote like you'll never even get to meet your coworkers, basically but yeah. if i work for like when i worked for fiserv i worked remote almost every day and that's because there was an office near me but that office was filled of software developers and i did not work on that team and all of my team lived in oregon so for me it was like i met you know people that worked at the company but i just none of the people were on my team right so that type of environment is like, all right, cool. Like it's, it's okay. But if you're working from like North Carolina for a company in Cupertino, it's like, you don't have time to like, you don't get a company laptop. I don't imagine unless they mail it to you. And like, you don't get to meet like any of your coworkers. And that's what keeps you sane. I think is like getting to meet those people and et cetera. And so it's like, yeah, man, it's, it's rough. I wouldn't maybe like, maybe it would be cool. I've never done it maybe if I felt like I really, really love the work, maybe you could do it and be interested, but I would just find it difficult because like, you know, there's just so much going on in an office. Like there's just constant like stuff going on that it's like stimulating and you want to keep working hard and, you know, chugging through whatever you're doing. But when you're remote, it's like when you get stuck. Yeah. When you get stuck on a problem, for example, you're like, who do you ask? You can start pinging yeah. people, but it's nothing like, like I sit, like I'm on a data science team. And so like one of the other data scientists sits directly behind me. So I can just turn my chair around and be like, yo, Stefan. And like, yeah, we could talk about whatever the problem is, you know? And, and so like that type of access you have to people is like so valuable, especially when you're doing technical work and you're coding or something like that, because sometimes it's just like, yo, my code's running really slow. Could you come look at this? Mm-hmm. And then you go and you look and you collaborate on it and whatever, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. I guess it's give and take. I think like you, what you lose in, I guess, I would say effectiveness. It probably is effectiveness. You gain in, in uh, convenience. But I don't know. Working, working from home sounds like a fucking dream to me. But I have none of ex- no experience working from home. Mm-hmm. I feel like I said I would be, I would be the, the most useless employee from home. They'd be like, what'd you get done? I'd be like... I mean, Lakers, LeBron went for 50. I mean, I saw <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. You know? Tech yeah. users can also track everything you're doing. Like, if you're yeah. if you're like a software developer, you're committing your code to something called Git. And, like, you can track Git commits. So you could be like, oh, you committed one line of code today. You know? Fucking. That's communist. Okay. That's just a dictatorship right there. Yeah. Have faith, have faith in me. Just pay, just pay me. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. So what do you, so you've just been working, working and chilling? Yeah, last week, last weekend I went stand-up paddle boarding with Alondra on Lake Wiley. Ooh, how'd that go? It was cool. I was 
in need of some speed. Like I needed some adrenaline <laughs> in my life and that did yeah. not bring it, but yeah. uh, it was relaxing. That's funny. It's like the relaxed mood. Yeah. I just been like, I don't know, man. I went to uh the other day I went to Coronado Island, which is in San Diego. I've never been there. It's like where they train the Navy SEALs. I was like hoping to get a peek, you know what I'm saying? I'm like where are they at, bro? Mm-hmm. Where are they at? You know, I was thinking about trying Yeah, I think about trying out for a second and then I was like, Never mind then. Um <laughs> I would I don't know. I would you try it if you could? I would. The I would course, fail. Yeah, hun- yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. I would try I just, it. it would humble you so quick. Yeah. Just to like I don't know, I feel like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes probably be the limit like of them like yelling at you like do it again but uh it was cool man i uh realized how much money i don't have when i was there because mm-hmm. it was just like i don't know it was just so beautiful and i was like you know how you know how i do i was there i was like oh, let me see what the real estate's like here pull up yeah. zillow on my phone and it was like <laughs> three bedroom two bathroom house i'm like oh it's good it's a good little house and it's like million dollars i'm like never mind then sir alex and i both audience alex and i both do that whenever we're in a nice little area we'll like pull zillow up and be like oh let's see let's see what it would cost to plan a flag here you know yeah, like, oh, yeah. Then, eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars for a 1700 square yeah. foot house never mind yeah it was an 1800 square foot house it was nine hundred ninety thousand. i was like well sir and then i was like oh there has to be some other ones on here it's like 14.5 million 3.5 million i'm like <laughs> i was like okay and i was a. Yeah. Uh, I made a joke to my aunt and i was like <laughs> It's gonna get me kicked off the air. I was like, uh, "So what's what, what? What odds are we taking that there's a there's a black man in this in two square miles from here?" And she started <laughs> laughing. It was just like, "That'd be none, sir." And I was but, just like, "I only saw older uh, Caucasian fellows." I was yeah. Like, well, this makes sense. Yeah. Just older white dudes, like in their sixties, with like uh, Guy Harvey shirts, you know, mm-hmm. and like shorts and stuff. And you could, you're just like, "Yep, retired CEO, retired CEO, just." Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool little area, though, man. It's awesome. I know you're, I was talking to you. Remember when we went to Noda in Charlotte? Yeah. That's what yeah. that feels like to me. Yeah. Just like. It's like controlled not- poverty. Like it's fake poverty. Like all everywhere is really shitty, but it's also like $600,000 houses I- for like 1,400 square foot homes with no lot in a shitty yard. And it's like nothing but a sea of hipster white people. There's nothing worse. I, I love Noda. I when you took me there, I loved it. But I was like, like you, I that something drives me crazy about like faux poverty, mm. like that, that. I don't even know if it's a rustic look. Rustic's the wrong word, but like modern slash like warehousey look. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like the look, but it's like when it's like you said, it's like yeah, we're keeping it super low pro, and then it's like six seven hundred thousand for a house. You're like get the hell out of my face. Yeah, it's also just you like know? you knew this is where people that actually were struggling lived once, and y'all thought it was chic. So you moved in, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's happening in Compton now. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious to me. I was like, not that anything bad's going to happen to people moving there, but I was like, who's who's the Lewis and Clark of that expedition? Who was the <laughs> first one to be like, that's it. I, I got a great idea. I'm going to buy a house in Compton. And like, we're, we're slowly going to take it over. I'm like, good luck, sir. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Call me in five years. Yeah. It's you know? just, it's just like, it's kind of, something about it's just like oddly disrespectful to me. To like move into a ba- like a batter to like right? try and make that like fun like it's like it's like you know how JID criticizes people that th- like make trap in seem really fun yeah you know he's like really like yeah everybody's traps all cool now and all that shit and it's like nah dude that's kind of what it feels like to me it's like really like the bastardization of like this is people. this is cute this is not cute like this is not like. People don't like people that lived here before you did not want to live here. They didn't have all the breweries and the artisanal coffee shops and the fucking dog bars. 
you know, like they didn't have all the fucking fancy restaurants and shit. They just had like these shitty houses. Yeah. It's, it's something weird that happens when like, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. Like you're, you're talking about like, cause people, right. Like it, it gets glorified, I guess, which is whatever, because people like, you'll have people who come from that, like, especially in rap music and they'll tell their story, which is cool. Like, cause you want people to be authentic, but then that becomes like a wave people want to ride. And then you have, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. Cause everyone wants to feel tough, I guess, but it's like, it's not cool when it's, when it's, like you said, people try and just, they bastardize the idea. And like people who actually live in that situation are like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Like, yeah. you know, and you hear people be like, I've been trapping since the age of six. You're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> you sold, you sold a bag of baking soda one time. Calm down. Yeah. 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 Or like Lil Pump. Like been trapping yeah. since elementary. Elementary. Yeah. Did you see uh six nines outfit that he went to court in today? Uh, yeah. I like kind of saw it. I like glancingly it, saw it. It's like that, you know, like a dress shirt, I guess, like a suit shirt untucked in with like a pink tie and like pink Jordans and black slacks that are super, super, super loose. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I died laughing because somebody tweeted at me and it just put this nigga going to jail today. It's <laughs> just like, for sure, if I'm the judge, it's just immediately I'm just like, we can't, we can't handle this. Yeah. You got to go back. Yeah. It's, he's, he like, choked a kid or something he like admitted guilty or plead guilty to like misdemeanor assault or something like that yeah i don't know dude i just i feel like if i was if i was making money like that i would be i would be in a in a plastic bubble i'd be like that's it i have security you know what i'm saying like i don't know he's the biggest rapper that i don't pay any attention to i think Six nine. Yeah, like I, I don't I just, know anything about him. I don't think I've ever listened to a full one of his songs. Like I don't. I just have stayed away from that. Like mm-hmm. it was X until he died, and then I like yeah. went back and listened to his music and stuff. Because um, a lot of the guilt sort of was alleviated. Um, and like yeah. you know, we never talked about X dying. Like we did, but we we scrapped the episode. Um, but like you know, yeah, I, I, we won't I, we won't get into it. But basically, it was like like I always had a bit of guilt like trying to listen to his music you know so I was sort of like eh, you know like um, yeah. and so when he passed it was like alright well it's guilt free listening and stuff which is not <laughs> the way you should do it but it's it's what I did it is what it is yeah it is what it is you know um, and I'm I'm kind of the same way with Ek, or with, with uh, 6 9 right now where I'm just sort of uh-huh. like damn like the fucking that like that like uh, using a minor in a sexual act charge still just kind of makes me like I can't do it. You know, like I just can't listen right now, you know? Yeah. The th- but the thing about X versus six, nine, I haven't listened to any of his whole songs either. So I'm, I'm probably speaking out of turn again. Cause I was, I was just as ignorant with X, but I've heard like a good couple minutes, like on the radio and stuff. Like, uh, what's that? Yeah. Song? Like I know a couple Kuda. snippets. I just don't yeah, know. Like I haven't listened to a full song. I just remember like the riding with the sticky line something and he's just yelling but like going back and listening to x's album like sad like i was like oh this dude was talented mm-hmm. like oh he made good music i just was super judgmental i just didn't i thought he was i was like ah, i'm not gonna listen to that crap and then i was like ah. so i kind of learned a lesson there but mm-hmm. that's gonna keep on happening i like i don't have a prejudice i guess to like new rappers i just think like i've always been the type of person where like i kind of got a like vibe with your you're with my perceived personality of you i guess like mm-hmm. i don't know him but like if you're just he just like i don't know the pink hair and the face tats and everything i'm just like i don't know if i 
it's just not something where I'd be like, it's cool. Like J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, like I don't know those guys, but those guys seem somewhat normal. And mm-hmm. so like you could be like, Oh, this is relatable and listen to their music and then and then, you know, five minutes later you're screaming out, Kiki, do you love me? Yeah. I, you know, I don't even know Kiki, but yeah. I'm out here singing it, you know. So. Is your is your pop filter over your mic? Yeah, why? Okay, good. Let's we we had some harsh peas from you for a second there. Oh. You were like Peter Piper, 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 Piper. <laughs> Yeah, like I'll spit and ram. <laughs> yeah, spit you were on here. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's probably him or Lil Uzi Vert, who I don't also like listen to really. I listened to a couple of songs. I liked, I liked a couple of his songs. Sometimes when I hear him, some, but then with him, I feel like he's one of those guys. He's like ASAP Rocky to me, where it's like people gonna people will praise ASAP Rocky or like Kid Cudi's the best example. And I'm sure you would appreciate being compared to Kid Cudi, right? So you know, um, mm-hmm. but like Kid Cudi is like the goat to some people and i'm like oh i'm like I, his uh I his album it. turns 10 today a kid named cuddy his first mixtape oh nice that's cool yeah yeah that means we're old that's what that means <sighs> fuck it's happening um yeah so he he's like the goat to some people but that's you know i'm like if you look at his track record his track record's really bad you know don't, like you, he's, don't you dare speak ill of kid cuddy right now this is what i'm doing so you like volume shooters i get it so <laughs> kid, kid, how dare you kid cuddy how uh, dare you kid cuddy kid cuddy's track record is not good like a lot of his albums have been really bad you can appreciate him for like you can appreciate him for being creative and stuff and you and maybe you love his albums i don't know but for me it's like you know i think man on the moon and like the lonely stoner era i even liked bees i even like king wizard era cuddy mm. you know but like satellite flight's really bad Satellite yeah. flight's the one that everyone forgot about too. Satellite flight, well, um, we, tra- we we purposely forgot about satellite. Yeah, flight. speed and bullet to heaven. Like, you know, oh, yeah, we, get, we really didn't. Here. We really didn't like that shit. And so it's like, um, Lil Vert's exactly the same way to me. Where it's like, sometimes I'll hear one of his songs, like EXO Tour Life, and I'm like, damn, this is a crazy good song. And then other times I hear some of his songs, and I'm just like, this is garbage. Like the same thing happens with ASAP Rocky, where I'm like oh my god goldie and like you know all these like like purple swag era asap rocky i'm like damn this is sick and then we get lsd era asap rocky and i'm like this is trash you know and then like his new album comes out and i'm like largely underwhelmed by it you know and i feel like there's like this weird force of people that want that love the shit that's mediocre like scorpion for example like i don't know if you if scorpion's grown on you any I've listened to a couple. I have a couple songs that I like from the album right now, mm-hmm. but it's a mediocre album. It's certainly not Drake's best. It's like somewhere yeah. like dead in the middle, probably. For it's Drake. falling out of rotation for me, to be quite honest. Yeah, I've, like you said, a few songs, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing the album. Back yeah, back. and so some people are like, I feel like Drake is like getting all this praise right now. Like the go, like it's a banger, like it's heat, and I'm just like, is it or is it just that you that he's established sh- himself so yeah. much? Yeah, because like what happens, I feel like is like you know playboy cardi's album comes out and people are like damn he's the goat he's like he's got the the hottest album out that kind of shit and i'm just like really like or do you just is he part of your generation and you want to support him for that reason but you don't like the music because it's like i feel like there's this weird thing in rap right now where it's like people that think like you know people are like like if you're this dude kid boo i've heard the name i haven't listened to him 
so he has like one song that like sounds like a fucking like a nav song right it's like the mm-hmm. same exact flow and, and his came out like way before something like that that's like uh-huh. his claim to fame right now people are like he's finally coming up like you know he's on like i was on this shit first and i'm like dude you could have picked anybody with tats and pink dreads off the street and like 50 percent chance they're successful in they rap one banger yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and they have auto-tune vocals and they just kind of like ad-lib their way you know, through the song, like you could have, you could have, or icy narco, like you could have picked any of these fucking guys and, and you could have been 50, 50 on them, like making it like famous Dex is the same way, you know, for me, it's like, and so it's like, there's this weird cult of like hip hop fans that just stand behind those guys forever. Uh, They'll just be like, nah, Lil Xan is the goat. And I'm just like, really? You know, I, I feel like Drake is getting my long ramble ends here. Drake is basically, I feel like he's getting like a bunch of undue respect for this album. Like it's not being looked at as a body of work. It's more like people hate it and people within hip hop feel the need to go, no, it's, it's, it's flag, you know, just cause they benefit yeah. from hip hop doing well. Cause I don't he's, know. he's, he's hip hop's golden boy. So I think anything he like, it's been this way forever. Anything he touches turns to gold. But I do think like he earned that, but not, I don't, I think we all gotta be honest because there was a time maybe up until i don't know if you're reading this is too late i'll say it's probably like the not the end but that's probably like drake's golden era probably goes from take care to then so far gone was pretty dope too though um was what a time anyway, to be alive after yeah it, yeah it was, it was it was yeah yeah i would, I would best, agree with that i think it's like the same because then it's but like take care if you're reading this is too late too like late. where were his studio albums take care if you're it reading was this take is too care late, nothing was the same I mean, nothing was the same and then it, yeah, if you're those are the only albums that came out that during that period, right? The rest were mixtapes. Yeah, well, he did. I don't think he dropped mixtapes, but he was like on every feature, basically. He was on. He was featured on everything, and like, I think, like I said, there was a time where everything Drake was on is just like it was fire. It was like, oh my god, this guy can do no wrong. So I think that kind of carries over because like Little Wayne had the same effect. Like do, that just happens. But to your point about like people riding on dudes, it's like. I don't think people understand. It's like everyone, anyone can make a hit, but not everyone, but not everyone can make hits on demand. Like Drake mm-hmm. is a person who, for example, had that for a minute. It was like hits on demand type of ability. And like most other people can't do that. And I think the thing is like one dude will make a hit and then people are like, um, people, people just jump on that. Like, they're just like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? He's good. I'm like, no, he made a good song. He's not a good rapper. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's be honest. And I don't think there's enough of that. Like you, like you're saying, it's like one dude will just make a hit and then it's like, oh, he's he, for life. He has a for life good card. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. Lil Uzi made EXO for life. Banger. Okay. I'm, I think there's a, there's another song. I think his money first, longer like, was his big hit in, in the beginning. Money longer was dope. Yeah. And it's like, so he's definitely better than a lot of other, obviously, obviously. Yeah. He's got a couple, rappers. he's got a couple like hits under his belt he's got exotor life money longer and then he's got that one that sounds like the fucking chef boyardee uh song what is it <laughs> my p's and q's uh, that song p's and q's yeah 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 so he so he's good but he like he's inconsistent you know what i mean like yeah. in my opinion i'm super biased but i feel like a j cole or like a kendrick like there's some stuff that even their quote-unquote bad stuff is good enough to listen to yeah because you know what you're getting largely yeah. They're consistent. Like I mean, they have bangers, but even their 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 floor stuff is uh, probably a six out of ten, seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. And it's then like the rest their is, experimental shit sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. So where I that, that's my problem in the music game. But um, I don't know. I haven't really been to be honest. I haven't really been listening to music. Like I listened to uh, 
uh, Gatson's new project just because mm-hmm. we, you know, we mess with him. Um, but yeah, I've been taking like a little break from music. I've been like storing up all the podcasts and music and just like listening to like a little bit every night. But uh, I love this new wave of seven album, seven song albums. Like I, yeah. I hit up, uh, I told Gatson the same thing. He like messaged me. He's like, hey man, what do you think about the album? Blah, 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 blah. And we were talking about it. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like seven songs, 25 minutes is like, creme de la creme mm-hmm. and uh he said he made more but i said don't worry parish will leak those to me too so don't worry about that <laughs> yeah we'll get them we'll get them got some <laughs> we got um yeah. i'm really excited you know obviously obviously you know shout out to gatson's album yeah, um blessed to become a blessing yeah say it again blessed to become a blessing you guys should go mm-hmm. and that's, it's no bullshit like i'm not telling you what to think about yeah it, obviously but. he was on the show right but yeah he's on the shows so we mess with him but he was on the show for a reason songs. yeah spotify it's everywhere so i just I feel like uh, someone told me something one time where it's like, you know, people will, people who are your friends, I guess, will, they won't support what you got going on, but they'll, you know, they'll go buy Drake's album. I'm not saying go buy it, but just listen to it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's for sure. Go dope. listen to it. Seven songs, you know, that's the other beauty about the seven song thing. Just act like it's a Kanye drop, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Damn near is. So, uh, I'm really excited about Astro World. Oh, dude, by Travis out. Scott? Yeah. That's gonna be so lit. I bet though the problem with that album is like, I heard a good fan theory about how like, oh it was it was it was a uh, Sean C on YouTube. He was talking about how he thinks that Rodeo was a mistake, like it was yeah. it was excellent, but it wasn't supposed to be that. Like it accidentally fell into like an excellent category, you know? Yeah. Like it was like just this large like, just this crazy amount of experimentation that accidentally like landed itself as being like one of the greatest rap albums, you know? A win is a win. <laughs> yeah, you take a W. Berkeley yeah, like if I'm Travis, I'm like, bitch, I, pl- I planned that. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? And so, like, I'm convinced that his next album is going to be... Bad? No, I-, I feel like it'll be just different. Like, the way he's talking about it makes it seem really different. And I also am, f- like, afraid of this weird, like, 25-song album hype train shit that's going on, where, like, Drake did it with Scorpion, Post Malone did it with Beer Bongs and Bentley's too. Like, or Beer Bongs and Bentley's, like... I'm afraid that's, that it's going to be one of those albums, you know. That's the stream formula, though. Yeah, like the stream formula is like drop a song, drop an album with 20 songs, and each song is two and a half minutes. So it's like you could just dominate the number of streams and charts and win, you know, go platinum off it, mm. which is trash. I don't, I don't know. Do Travis? He obviously, I think he has the potential to to bomb because he is so experimental. But that's what I don't know, dude. He's he's been consistent enough for a while, and he's he's killing the game. If if I had to pick. And you're gonna hate the comparison. I think Travis is the new Cuddy. Because yeah. no, like, I don't hate that comparison. Yeah, because like uh, just like you're saying, uh, shout out to Cuddy, ten year anniversary. I love a kid named Cuddy mixtape. I fuck with that shit. The day and nights on there for you for young people who don't know that. Go check it out. Because um, I actually said that to somebody one day. I'm like, you ever heard Day and Night by Kid Cuddy? They're like, what song's that? And I wanted to smack him. Um, I know it's a shame, but just how Cuddy like kind of I feel like shaped that wave back then. I feel like. Travis is that new guy like that minor key atmospheric dark sound is like seeped into almost every song I feel like he's definitely got a tragedy in him like he's definitely got like a tragic album in him somewhere yeah and but it'll be good though and I'm just scared that you know like well maybe not that's what kind of what I'm saying is like I feel like somewhere in there he's got he has the potential this sounds stupid but he has the potential to make a terrible album that's just so experimental that it's awful but, but it's I think that he's like great though. Yeah, and that's, that's because he's he's like 
he's gonna dare to do it. Like that's good. He, he sh- everyone like every album, every artist probably should have a terrible experimental album at some point where they experiment with their sound. You know. Yeah, like Kanye and Yeezus. I don't think it was terrible, but at the time it was regarded as terrible. Yeah. Kanye is one of the only guys that seem seemingly pulling off experimental albums and not just bombing. You know, like his sounds have been so experimental, like so consistently experimental. And the fact that they aren't just like tanking right when they come out is insane. I, I th- like I said, I think it's, I think it's the same way. I think, I think it's because he got the repetitions in with Yeezus. I think he hit Yeezus and I think, obviously it's a, he was a different time but i think he got it out of him you know like mm-hmm. like I, we, we would joke about we only talk about basketball and, and music and i'm about to live up to that stereotype like just like with basketball like sometimes you you go up and you dunk it and sometimes you go up there and you get swatted but it's like that's how you make the best plays you know what i'm saying you got to shoot it and i think a lot of artists play it safe whereas travis travis and kid cuddy and those guys like kanye like i feel like those guys are cut from the same cloth where not only are they gonna experiment they're going for it like they don't give a shit they're like whatever dude like this is either gonna be mona lisa or this is gonna be uh picasso aka garbage so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm interesting talking, interesting the way I'm you talking, did that yeah because picasso a uh, second grader could paint that so that's just how i feel about oh, dear. that Oh dear! <laughs> you better run for the hills. Yeah, I know. Every like art, every hipster who's into art, sir, you don't understand. Yo, did you see yeah. that our boy Laser, Mister Laser, is nominated for some shit? Well, like his music videos are nominated for some shit. Uh, his theme music should be uh, DJ Khaled's "All I Do Is Win." So that, that's yo. For real, can we talk about that? Has Scott made something bad? I don't know. Maybe that's it. That, I know we're that, like that. I know it sounds like we're hard dick riding right now, but like that dude really has a great track record. Yeah, and see, and that's why we're just talking about experimenting. See, Scott, you're not. You're just not daring to dream, buddy. That's yeah. what it is. Scott, you're just, where's you're the too failure consistent. in you? Where, where <laughs> where's can the you, failure? Where Where's your catastrophic? I, you know, that's the thing though. Is like when you look at Kod, mm-hmm. that music video is super experimental. It's uh, not. It's not that experimental because it's referenced heavy for ATM. Um. Sorry, yeah, I can't do my bad. Uh, the ATM music video is like experimental, but it's it's also like a reference, like a hard reference to some Buster yeah. Rhymes stuff. So it's like, okay, it's been done before, but it's experimental, you know. I but love like, that music video. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Count it up. I don't know. I just love. I love seeing. I want to see J Cole and Drake and and maybe Kendrick, but like I like. I feel like those guys have some acting chops in them. Not like obviously a Martin Scorsese film, but I like creative music videos because I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shout out to Drake, but he just, like, I just don't like the regular music video anymore. Like, the regular music video to me is dead. Like, the regular music video was a wave for a while, though. I feel like that recently got killed, actually. Well, it's just kind of lame now that you think about it, right? Like, we're just going to rap into the camera, and we're going to have five different cuts, and each cut, I'm going to have a different outfit, and we're just going to be with the homies and each one in a different location. Or some bitches, yeah. Yeah, and it's like rather than I like the KOD or the ATM one because it's like a it's a full fledged four minute short story, and it's like it's creative because he's playing different characters and like I don't know, like um, J Rock dropped the album recently um, called Redemption, which has been swept under the rug because so many you know Drake dropped and and all that good just good stuff, yeah. but um, he has a song called Out of Sight, Out of Mind with J Cole, and it's like mm-hmm. that was cool, like that music video, same thing. It's like a four minute short story. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that a little homies uh, directed? I don't know. Little homies does a lot so. of cool stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff. Oh, uh, Chance is dropping next week too. Mm, I heard that wasn't true. 
I heard it might be next week. That could be true. I heard this. Yeah, week he said false. Yeah, he he said he's not dropping this week. Yeah, yeah. But next week is the thing. I don't know what to expect. I didn't like coloring book when it came out. You know, mm-hmm. I I like ironically. Um, fuck, what's his band's name? Chance the Rapper on the Social Experiment. I like that. Yeah, I like that stuff a lot. Actually, I wouldn't mind something like that. Um, like another Sunday candy, you know, that'd be pretty dope. But, uh, you know, I mean, chance to me is like, I love acid rap. I think acid rap was excellent. And I've just kind of fallen out slowly since then. I was going to say something about Travis Scott. I kind of remember it now. Travis is a great example of a guy who I think is great staying power because of the vibe he brings to a truck. Like, I feel like he, he has a great, like hook potential like he, he's the guy that comes in and, and really kind of sets the vibe with his flow like it almost sounds like you know when when like a rap song occasionally like every single rapper uses the same flow like in like in vice city uh uh-huh. the tde big money yeah. big booty yeah yeah it's like everybody use that flow and, and you kind of have to you kind of look at the group and you're like hmm i wonder who's the one that did it first on the song you know and in that scenario you're kind of like it's probably kendrick whenever i hear travis on an, on a song and it's like you know he's he's using the same flow as the other artists in the song. I'm like, damn, I bet I feel like he came up with that flow. Like he's got like an interesting sort of way of being like, it's very droning. Like it, it's, it, this is the weirdest analogy I think, but he's kind of like the Bach of hip hop. Like he loves like this weird droning minor long note sort of thing going on. Mm-hmm. He really likes that shit. Anyway, I know I just like really hard sidetracked off chance you just went on it you're just like drop the classical mu- music reference people are like googling who bach is yeah, like, or uh, is it bach fuck i can't even remember anymore yeah no, is it schuber i don't know i, I sung chorus that i remember there was one of these guys that had like this really long like impossible to sing fucking notes it sucked ass i'm just i was just gonna i wasn't even gonna go that far okay i was just gonna agree and act like i knew i know who johan bach is but i don't listen to his music it's the best um yeah oh dude uh so france won the world cup did you hear who's joining their team kevin durant i heard yeah, kevin durant boogie dude yeah. kevin durant and boogie cousins uh <laughs> jumped on the train dude yeah i actually sent that text out as soon as the, they won i go breaking news kevin durant just signed a two-year contract extension with the french men's national team <laughs> oh my i was just like oh my god i saw that and i was just like it, it he's he's just forever he's forever the the bandwagoner now mm-hmm. yeah that's sick. Did you watch the World Cup at all or no? Yeah, actually, it was crazy. Like, um, I had some, like, Alondra was hanging out, and I had mm-hmm. some plans to, like, uh, like Matt wanted to play games. And I haven't played, game, mm-hmm. played video games until today um, for... Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Yeah, because, like, I'm normally home kind of late. Uh-huh. But today, it was, like, 5, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm done. You know, I, I got on kind of early. Uh, I'll get off. And... Uh, Matt was on and I was like, oh, you, yo, you want to play something? He's like, yeah, yeah. And so started playing some games. First time I've done it in forever. Um, months. And so Matt wanted to, it was Sunday, right? Yeah. Matt wanted to on Sunday. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, sure. So I, so, uh, and Alondra was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You should play some games with the boys. Like, you know, you've done that a long time. Um, so, and, she, mm-hmm. and so she was like going to head out, but I was like, oh, Matt's not on. Like, let's just whatever. And so he turned on the world cup and we, it was like almost halftime and she was like well if uh if you're not gonna go we should go do something and i'm like right now <laughs> what like I, I was i was like excuse me 
<laughs> like uh, yeah you're like i don't i haven't watched soccer in years yeah. but you want to go during the world cup final yeah it's like yeah. halftime at the world cup final and you, you trying to go outside you just you, did you hit her with the the dave Chappelle show line is like is wayne brady gonna have to choke a bitch <laughs> yeah. dude actually yeah. she uh she did something cool too she she wanted to learn how to skateboard so i was skateboarding around with her Oh Lord, don't do it! Yeah, I, I do it. bang my fucking shin up. Uh, yeah, it's 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 all cute and everything, and it's like oh, you're showing her to do board stuff until until she rolls over a tiny tiny little pebble that mm-hmm. makes the earth move, and then she goes flying. Oh shit! Shit! She bust her ass, dude. Um, okay, of course, she didn't hurt herself, but she like slammed, and I was like, oh, and she was like started laughing really hard, and I'm like, that's it. You've done the full thing. You've pushed. You've turned yeah. and you've slammed. That's all skateboarding is. Over and over exactly. and over again. You've got yeah, it. Yeah, it's just it's just making your board make your board slam you in different ways. That's yeah. all that's all it is from here. Skateboarding is just getting hurt in various ways. That's all it is. I'm still dying at that. Right now? Like are you yeah. you you can't wait forty five minutes? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I was like I it was like two one. I'm like, excuse me? Like Croatia might win the World Cup. What? Yeah. We're not going to yeah. sit here and watch history. Be like the only, like, cause they, they've never, like they said some crazy fact only like nine countries have ever won the world cup. Yeah. And Croatia never even made the final before. I don't yeah. think, which is, yeah. You see the parade not, for those fucking players when they got home. Holy oh, shit. Dude, I'm telling, I just thought I, they came back from space. For, you thought they came back from world war two. Yeah. Like they fucking yeah, nuts. I, I remain, I remain, adamant that that's the move that's the professional move to make is to be a, a soccer player mm-hmm. yeah it's like you get paid you're famous and not only do you get to celebrate you get to celebrate in a city like paris you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like they're lighting the eiffel tower up for you you know yo have you seen uh some of these trade rumors with Kawhi and the raptors yeah so uh i don't know the details of it but i've, I've heard that the raptors in like portland recently or got in on it i think Wadge mentioned that it was like Woj Woj mentioned it was like DeRozan someone else in a first rounder and I was like what how many more net bro no are you kidding me for a one year like fucking Kawhi's gonna sign for one year and then bounce anyway yeah well I mean it just I mean you gotta shoot your shot though I mean if you're the Raptors if I agree like if you're not you're not gonna resign him but it's like I don't know. Like maybe you can pull a Paul George. You know how Paul George was like gonna go to L.A. regardless, and then he was like, ah, you know what? I, I'm gonna stay here. I got a good chance. So I would do that. I don't. He's so like, weird though. Kawhi is such a weird guy. There's no he, way he became eligible for the 221 million dollar extension like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I I knew he was, but like when I saw that number again in my face, I was like. I'd go ahead and sign that extension. <laughs> That's just me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take that money. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just like two hundred twenty-one million dollars is so much money, man, and it's all guaranteed. Like, I know people bet on themselves, but like Nerlens Noel is a center for Dallas. Well, he plays for Oklahoma now, but he was on Dallas, and like last year, he turned down a four-year, seventy-seven million dollar deal because he thought he would get more on the open market, and he signed like a two million dollar deal this year yeah and so it's like i'm just a fan of getting your money like i don't know if you haven't been paid yet get your money mm-hmm. you know i don't know that's just that that's that's my that's my nba take right there mm-hmm. yeah it's 
it it would be really hard to look at something like that in the face unless well especially for a guy like Kawhi who's like got no brand deals except for Wingstop or something like that I think he has Jordan but it's only two million a year I, I think that's the problem too like that's that's where the problem lies because if you can so the Spurs can give him five for 221 I think another team could give him four for 150 or something which is still a, a massive amount of money I think he loses like 60, 70 million on another deal, or four one sixty four or something like that. But I, the rumor is his problem is he's not a bigger star. And then like Jordan wanted to give him a five year, like ten million dollar deal, and he was like, "I'm worth way more than this." Like LeBron gets, you know, twenty, thirty million a year. I'm the a top three player in the league, and so I do see if he went to L.A., especially with LeBron there now, that he would be. I'm sure his endorsement deals would triple, if not quadruple. But I all don't this know, controversy like, is probably raising his stock anyway right now. Yeah, kind of. I, I guess, but it's like it, it didn't. I don't think he could have gotten any higher. You know what I'm saying? Like he's already a top three MVP candidate, two back to back defensive player of the year. Like I mean, like his fine. stardom, not like his, his. Yeah, his his playing acumen. Right. I don't know. His I think it kind of got hurt though. You know, with his. With his, um, yeah, it would help. I think if he ever explained, if he ever explains why he wants out of the Spurs so bad. But like you've heard these stories about him, like the car he drives, and like, dude, I saw this one story. It was from like 2013 or something like that, and he said that it was a story, and like it made me feel so bad for the fucking guy. Where he it said something about like his only spot, like one of his only sponsors is like Wingstop. Like he loves wings, and he said that he like <laughs> lost his mind, like he freaked out, like got really panicked when he lost his like Wingstop coupons, despite being like multimillionaire NBA uh, athlete. I've heard, and yeah. Then they like sent him a bunch, like they refreshed his stock and something like that. And I'm like, yeah, God, dude, that makes me feel so bad. Like that's like looking at like, you know, like the show Hoarders. Like you feel, t- you, you feel like, well, first of all, you're like fucking Jesus Christ, but you also feel really bad for these people in a way. You're kind of like, damn, dude, that sucks, you know. Um that's the way I feel about him. I'm like, fuck dude. He's like, dude, there's something like he is not, he's not moved past something in his life. Clearly. Like it, it has to, I can't but help but imagine uh-huh. it's something got to do with like either his personality or like his dad dying the way he did. Yeah. His dad got murdered. So yeah. I mean, you gotta be kind of weird. I don't the him being cheap and like driving the car and having coupon, the freaking out is weird, but like him driving the car and having coupons doesn't bother me per se. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe he's just frugal, you know? Like, I think, to me, that's... But, dude, the freaking out bit is... That's, that that sentence, freaking out part. That makes me feel so fucking bad for the guy, you know? But why? I don't... I mean, he's already made $100 million, you know? That's like, not it, though. It's, like, I don't give a shit how much money he has. Like, mentally, like, I feel horrible for him. Like, I feel yeah. like he needs to talk about something that he's not. Like, that. that no grown man should be freak out about freaking out about losing coupons that yeah. they do not need. Like, I get it if you're, like, living... Even if you're... No, dude, scratch, don't need. Like, in general, like, if you if you need them, that's sad. I feel bad for you, right? Like, that's a sad situation to be in. I feel really bad for that person. And if you don't need them and you're freaking out, I feel really bad because it's like, what is going on? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. I'm... One of the things I always, like, kind of enjoyed about watching... Kawhi the Spurs was like his relationship with Pop because I felt like he really like as a person benefited from that yeah and to see him like be so instantly torn away from that relationship I'm kind of like yeah fuck dude like what's going on it's good to see him at Dodgers games like going out and having fun like doing normal things to go out and have fun but I'm I'm just kind of like 
I don't know, man. That guy's got to have something to get off his chest or something like that. I wish somebody would like. I would love to hear that he's like okay. You know, like I don't know. I feel really bad for that guy. That's why. I, that's why I think it's kind of hurt his. I guess hurt his brand is because like it's just come out that like he's quiet. Like he's been ducking the Spurs. Like Pop came to California to have a meeting with him, and he was like ducking him and like. You know what I mean? Like it seems like he has a communication issue, mm-hmm. and I've from what I've heard is like his uncle is like his manager, and like his uncle is what runs his like runs the show, and it's just kind of weird. And like the like the agency that represents him is like his uncles, and like every other athlete that has like been represented by them has left their agency, and like that's that's what makes me worried. Mm-hmm. Is like I love my family, but. I, I mean, no, like that's just a no go for me. Like you don't mm-hmm. mix blood and money in my opinion. Like, unless, you know, unless it, the person's normal. I, mm-hmm. and I guess, you know, if it's his uncle, he loves him, but it's like that, that's to me is weird. Like the whole non-confrontational, like, I mean, obviously behind closed doors, they may have had conversations, but him just being non like nonchalantly ducking them rather than being like, Hey, I'm not playing for you guys. Trade me. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like i'm just mad at you you know but i heard it all comes from the tony parker comments like a couple months ago when tony parker came out and was like oh my injury was way worse than his and i'm playing now you know i don't really know and popovich was like in the, in the in, during the press conference was like i don't know you know when's Kawhi coming back he's like ask him and his people you know so it seems like they're just i don't know if that relationship could be repaired you know like tony parker got who signed signed with the hornets shout out hornets you know signed to your deal with the hornets to be their backup point guard um so i don't know like he does seem like a weird dude i like him but i think you're right man i think something's going on i think and i don't i don't know if, if this is a, a correct criticism but something bothers me about people who are passive aggressive you know mm-hmm. and it seems like he has some of that in him like he's and I, I just, in my opinion, like you just, I don't know. When it comes to business, like you got, I, you just got to be straightforward. Like, hey, I don't want to play for you guys. Trade me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Not this. Like, hey, we want to come have a meeting, and it's like, where's Kawhi? You know what I mean? Whoops, mm-hmm. slipped out the back door. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. That just that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It's, it's, it's worrying, but it's also just like, like I, I struggle with empathy. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not bragging about that. It's like actually a personality flaw that I don't like about myself. I really struggle with empathy, but he's there's like a couple times like classical moments where I like find empathy, you mm-hmm. know. And like for example, I've always said this. This is not a joke, even though it sounds funny. But it's like you ever see like the classical like chubby kid gets ice cream, goes to lick it, and it falls on the ground. Yeah, that to me, I that's like that's one of i don't know why but that's one of the saddest images to me yeah Yeah. obviously there's shit that's really sad like war-stricken families impoverished people famine like all that stuff is obviously tragic but like for some reason to me something that really resonates about that image in my head and Kawhi's situation is one of those situations where something about it really pulls on like my empathy heartstring like i don't feel this way about many people but i really have a lot of empathy for that guy you know, it's really weird for me to feel this way. And, and and I don't think that I have any, like, I certainly don't think that I like have some good radar for like when things are wrong by any means in someone's life, but I just can't help but I don't know. Something about it just strikes a weird chord in me. Like, I feel like there has to be something else going on there that like, I don't know, man, I just want that guy to get better. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know. He'll be all right. Fuck yeah. him. I like Kawhi, but fuck him. <laughs> you're just <laughs> saying fuck him because because the Lakers stopped pursuing him. No, I like him though. He's cool. I, I he's probably my favorite, second favorite player to watch. First, first or second favorite player. I like him and Giannis. Like they're they're freaks, especially something 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 turns me on about someone who plays defense you know what i'm saying like especially like nice little lanky man touching some balls that other guys have in their hands exactly someone just trying to swat them balls away so i i I really like watching him play especially like because he d's up on the he gives he gives that that d to the uh the best player their best offensive player on the team especially when he especially when he guards james harden it makes my heart sing you know to see james like i'm like yeah you little bitch here you go deal with that now you know Um, you've seen that clip that's like rotating of lebron like looking back and seeing Kawhi getting subbed into the game yeah and he's all fuck And uh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Like, I don't know. I just aspire to have that presence in life. That's a it's like, that's a portion of it, the NBA that nobody talks about, which is like rotations and like getting people on and off the bench, like rested properly. Like the way that Pop did that, like the way that Pop does that is so good. Like that little chess game that every coach is playing with each other. Like, oh, they sub this guy in quick. Get out there. Like, you know, you're his matchup, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's just so beautiful to me. I love watching that too, like watching the matchups and like the personal battles. And for me, Harden and Kawhi is my like probably my all time favorite, just because LeBron's cool. Like people give LeBron shit, but LeBron, I don't care what anyone says. LeBron will go at you. He don't give a fuck. Like Kawhi's good, and I'm sure he, I'm sure Kawhi probably feels that way too. Like Mm -hmm. when when he has to guard LeBron, he's probably like, fuck. Did you see that Pop is gonna be returning as coach USA? Yeah, yeah, I heard that's like, that's the, the rumor is like that's gonna be the last year before he retires in twenty twenty. Is he really retiring? Yeah, that's not out there, but that's like the rumor is like mm-hmm. he's gonna because he's sixty seven, I think, or sixty eight, or he's almost seventy if he's mm-hmm. not seventy already. So, I mean, he might coach till he dies, but his Man, wife just passed away. Yeah, that and, was tragic, dude. Huh? Jesus yeah. Christ! During the playoffs too. I know. I Holy fuck, man. That I was, like how he was. That I like was how he like sucked. He's like, you bitches are getting swept anyway. He's like, the assistant coach will coach tonight. Yeah, didn't they <laughs> have like, like uh, who did they move around? Who, who's that woman that got that hit? Like historically, like the first woman to get this role. Becky in a, Hammond. Yeah, what she get? What role is it? Uh, I think she. So she's like now the second or first assistant coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, because I know in the, I think there's like four coaches in the NBA. There's like the head coach. I think there's four or five head coach, and then you have like your two assistants, and then behind, so they're sitting courtside, and then behind them you have like the, you know, the assistant to the assistant, and she was that, and so now she's moving on the front bench. So, hmm. um, but the Spurs are like notorious. Like their assi- their assistant coach James Borrego is now the head coach of the Hornets. So like pop, mm-hmm. and I, that's what I've heard is like or I've read, I think uh, Woe was just talking about that, is like the Spurs aren't an organization that holds back their coaches from moving up. Like if another team wants to interview them, they let them like move on. Like they're not like you can't have our assistant coaches. And I think there's like, I think uh, Scotty Brooke, like there's like four or five coaches in the NBA today that were assistants under Pop. Mm-hmm. So which is kind of cool. I, th- I think it's cool that they're like, yeah. they've taken that job. To, yeah, that to camp seems it. to sort of breed greatness. Yeah, if I was a player, I'd want to play for the Spurs. Like that's the, I I would. I mean, if you're in the NBA, that's cool. If you get drafted, but like if I got drafted by like the Kings or like the Hawks, I'd be so mad because it's like 
they just run their organization so shitty. Like, if you get drafted by the Spurs, you're like, yes! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I fail as a player, it'll be because I sucked, not because the organization, you know, sucked. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And if you cool. succeed as a player, it's the organization. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They've gotten a lot of people paid. The Spurs have gotten a lot of people paid. Like, mm-hmm. they come off as a free agent, get a fat contract somewhere else. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's that time. a good time to call it. Yeah, I'm. We're, we're recording this one really late on a Tuesday, and uh, I need to head to the Got gym. The still club going up. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little tired. A little tired. But uh, yeah. Anyways, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Now, shout out your boy Diamonds out. Yeah, shout out to uh, it's Diamond. Shout out to Diamond. He's that's his producer name. But uh, if you uh, for making the intro outro music. But if you guys want to uh, any inquiries about beats and stuff like that, it's it's x diamond dmnd at gmail Again, thanks to the intro outro music. Um, try to make our own raps, but we can't rap. So, uh, who'd have thought? Yeah, can't build a jail that? with no bars. Yeah, can't, yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, if you guys are you guys want to get more of Christian's mom roasting him on Twitter, it's podcast fi on Twitter, and um, any other website, Instagram, Facebook, it's factually incorrect podcast. Cool. Thanks for seeing this, guys. Yeah. Peace. Bye.